are listening to the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast. And now, bringing you the latest in science fiction movies and television shows, here are your here are your This is the capital. We have a little problem with our entrance sequence, so we may experience some slight turbulence and then explode. I got a bad feeling about this. Walter, put the cow away, would you? What is this place? It's a freak show. Welcome to the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast. This is episode 144. I'm one of your hosts, Scott Herzog. And hello, I am Miles Huebenbachman. And tonight, we are bringing you an interview, and this is just an interview show, but we are bringing an interview with a man that we've had on numerous times before, Mike Doherty, mm-hmm. um, best known for his work in... Brown Coats Redemption. Yeah, I mean, this guy's credited for bringing to fruition one of the first Firefly and Serenity... Uh, fan films, right? right? And now we have a new film that he's working on mm-hmm. that is going to be totally original. Right. But we love it. Tell us about the uh, the concept of this film that he's working on. Well, take something take, – take, take the Goonies at a sci-fi convention and the zombie apocalypse happens and uh, all and hilarity he, ensues. <laughs> yep. And it's uh, – so he's working on a project called Z-Con. Sounds fascinating, interesting mm-hmm. with a much bigger budget. I really hope this gets off the ground. I hope he can pull off, yeah. Yeah, so um, it, it sounds interesting, and we're going to share just a little bit of an interview. Uh, we did this on the con floor, so you'll hear some con noise, um, and it was at Farpoint 2012, mm-hmm. and if you're going to have a chance to get to Farpoint, make sure you do hit it up, but we've known Mike for some time now. It was just great to sit down and chat with him about the con and about Z-Con, so hope you enjoy. <laughs> All right, we are sitting with Mr. Browncoat's Redemption himself. Yes. Well, at least in the past. And with us is Mike from Browncoat's Redemption. And we, we've had you on before, right, Mike? Yeah. It's like good three times, four times. I don't know, you've been in the diner quite a bit. I, I have. We're actually like uh, probably 20 feet away from the last place we did an interview together. Yeah, but it was in there. Well, no, last place we did live was in the bedroom of someone. Yeah, it was. It was in the bedroom. Yeah, the bedroom. But, <laughs> but we talked to you after Browncoat's wrapped. Yes, we were beginning to talk Z-Con. And we were over in the other room, yeah. Yeah. That yeah, was very cool. So so we are back at Farpoint 2012 with us, Miles sitting with us, Lou is with us, uh, one of our listeners, and he's a part of the, uh, we've been hanging out with Lou all week, and it's been great. Yeah. And, uh, like, we want to hear a little bit more about what's going on with Z-Con. Oh. This great new convention you're starting. Check. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, so z I am kidding. Zcon is the uh, the next piece that we're doing. Uh, Big Damn Films, the company, is doing an original piece because I love Firefly. I love the community. It's not for anything other than that. But I just got so tired of the bureaucracy of dealing with a licensed product that I want to create something original. 
and be able to do all the things that we weren't allowed to do because of what our agreement stated, which I can't go into details of because the agreement between the states I can't go into any details. But what we're going to do is we're going to keep the same charity business model. So uh, we felt, we learned a hard lesson where we gave 100% of the gross no, our net proceeds away, which means 100% of things that need to get paid for came out of my pocket. So as I like to pay rent, um, what we're going to do is 70% of the net proceeds are going to go to the charities. That makes sense. Yeah, we're reducing the charities, and then the remaining 30% is just going to go to operational costs, uh, covering print things, uh, photo shoots, equipment, and all, equipment and all that other stuff. So it's just a way that we can overall make sure that we're functioning as a business and not just a bunch of people trying to you know, have fun, which we're still doing. So, ZCon. Tell us about it because we. Oh, yes. it's not a convention. It's not a convention. So the the, pre- the premise of ZCon is it's essentially Goonies meets Shaun of the Dead in a comic book convention. So these these four kids, you guys will relate to this, have their own little a podcast, and they're wanting to go to the convention because they think if they get there, there will be an interview that that's going to make their podcast blow up overnight. Um, and so they go to the convention. It's completely naive, and while they're there. A patient zero happens to go and tries to hide in the convention because, you know, it's a con. You have so many people dressed as zombies and doctors, he'll, he'll just blend in. And he doesn't realize he's infected. So he's just trying to hide. Uh, and inevitably creates the zombie apocalypse within a convention. Kind of like Baltimore Comic Con. So uh, the, the kids are there inadvertently, and because the CDC requirements state that local officials have the right to... Um, Occupy, isolate, and quarantine a building if they feel that there's enough sufficient risk. The kids get locked inside, so it becomes like a giant test tube. And then they turn from kids just wanting to do a podcast, talking to famous people, to now they're the men on the street reporting what's going on outside. And that's the premise of Zika. Very cool. That's so, a long way to go. So, yeah, that is that's yeah, great. That's a great. That's a great. So, that's a great summary of Zika. Thank you. So, uh, so in it, so it's convention goers that. Get zombified exactly, I mean, and it's going to be guests that get zombified. Yeah, so you get Will Wheaton in there. Oh, we're going to try to get Will Wheaton in there. That would be um, great. But I mean, think about it. We're, we're I don't know wants Wesley Crusher to die anyway. Oh my god, can you imagine like well, Wesley really Crusher zombie? Yeah. Go ahead. What are you going to say, Lou? The other thing you need to get is somebody that you want to turn into a zombie, and they're not. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like you're just waiting for Nathan Fillion to become a zombie, and he's just that guy that you know what doesn't get infected. The whole thing. He's immune. It's it's kind of like uh oh crap. What's the game where they they kept trying to kill Carmine and he never died? Um, <laughs> uh, it's a video game that you kept thinking the character was going to die and he doesn't. So anyway, uh, very, very cool. So where are we where are we at with the process of this? So uh, we are meeting next week to begin our Kickstarter campaign. Kickstarter. So you're you're considering doing. Kickstarter then? We're going to be doing Kickstarter. Okay. Um, I know there's two out there. There's Indiegogo and there's Kickstarter. Uh, what Is there a reason you chose Kickstarter rather than Indiegogo? Yeah, uh, and we talked about this a little bit before, but for me, it's the, the I like doing things the honorable way. Kickstarter, if we don't reach our goal, nobody puts any money out. So basically, you come to the table and say, I'm interested, I'm investing, but I'm only going to do it if everybody else is on board. Um, so it forces us to be more transparent with what we want to do with the money. It forces us to be a bit more creative about how we're doing our um, reward system for donating. And it makes people feel like, I'm going to get invested in this, and you're not going to steal my money. 
because along the way, not only are we giving updates and rewards and things like that, but we're also saying, by the way, if we make, make our goal, you're going to continue to get updated as to how the money was spent. And I'd like to get even granular with that. It's like if you donated $5, their name's going to go on the website to guarantee that they're going to see their name in the credits as well. If they're the person that um, put their name in for IMDb and we get like a big donor, they're automatically going in IMDb day one. Like the minute that that Kickstarter thing happens, done. So it's just, we're going to maintain our transparency like we did with production. And so, so what happens here, the difference I guess, Indiegogo, or I'm assuming from what you say, if you raise part of the funds, you still get part of the fund. Correct. Whereas Kickstarter, it's all or nothing. Exactly. There's a little, a little more pressure in you, Mike, to kind of promote this. I like pressure, man. <laughs> it also frees it up that you're not taking money that you can never use. Use. Exactly. Or you can never use. You know, it's like, because there's there's a sense of guilt to go, okay, we, we need $60,000. We've only raised 5000 People have given us 5000 Okay, what are you going to do with that money? Like, yeah. I, I want to be transparent and honest, and we can still use that $5,000 honorably and figure out a way to make it work, but the reality is, it's like, that person now is like, okay, you didn't reach your goal, but you still got my money. And there's that certain kind of disconnect. You're showing respect to your donors. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. That's a perfect way to look at it. So, you are in the process of meeting with people. I'm, I, I chatted with your wife yesterday, <laughs> I think yesterday. She said, you know, the first draft is almost done. It's yeah. not done. And there's, there's, now we're back going through the edits, and we're really close to having a, a draft of exactly. the script. Is that correct? Exactly. Yes. We are... Uh, I'm fortunate that I have off tomorrow, and I get to spend the entire day sitting at home and finishing the draft. And I've told Kelly that you know what I want is to be locked in a room for about 12 hours, just feed me like a gerbil, come in, put the food in the room, and walk away, and just get it done, and then knock it out. Uh, I've I've been really lucky. I've got two people on my team already: uh, Tara Harrelson, who was our production manager for the last film, is returning, and she's taking over operations of day-to-day business. And then uh, Don Cowens is going to come on and run production management for us, so making sure that we have all the, the actors in line and the production schedule, which takes a great load off of me to allow me to focus on the thing that I need to do, which is uh, first the script and then second the business. Very good. Well, you, when you're calling for actors, let me know. Absolutely. My wife loves you. Absolutely. Well, the nice thing is, is that we're going to be looking for close to a thousand zombies. So when you the convention that they go to is on par with like PhillyCon or Baltimore Comic Con, something where it would be obvious that you would probably take an hour before you realized a real zombie was in the building. So we're going to need tons of extras. We're going to need like pre zombies and post zombies and dead people. And well, my wife can come as an R. That'd be awesome. She was last night. You have a picture. I'd love to show you a picture. Yeah. You weren't here last night for the masquerade. Right? I missed the masquerade. I was yeah, just trying to like. Anyway, we can show you. We can, we can show you a little bit later. But, oh, cool. But yeah. So yeah. But you so, have it right there? <coughs> but we've got some cool people involved. Uh, Scott Sigler said he's going to already be awesome. up for a cameo. We're interviewing him in middle March, right? Right. Cool. So. Um, and then, oh, there's a picture of Anara. Wow. Well done, sir. <laughs> Nothing to do with it. I said, hey. <laughs> she said yes. She said yes. So um, we've got an amazing woman by the name of Tamara, John- uh, Tamara Johnson who is going to be our audio producer, because as you know, on Redemption, we did this for the first time, so audio was one of our big hurdles. Tamara's been in the business for 30 years. She's worked on everything from um, uh, Max Headroom all the way up to she's now working on Modern Family, and uh, I'm, I'm happy to say she's 
she's working with a somebody who was involved in BSG on their next show. Um, so that's kind of cool. So we're she as the audio producer, she's going to make sure that everything that we didn't get to right the first time gets done correctly this time. You learn by doing, man. Exactly. Uh, we've got a camera operator from Walking Dead coming in to help out. I think you um, mentioned that. Yeah, we've got uh, Hal Beal, who is our camera operator that worked with James Cameron, that worked on Redemption, is interested in coming back as well. So we're trying to raise the caliber of the, the quality of people. So we raise the caliber of the product to raise more money for charity. Awesome. Do you have location yet for uh, Not yet. We're looking to start um, location hunting in the next month or two. We're going to go back to St. John's Properties. They were really good to us. So what we're going to do is the convention is not really going to be held within a convention center, but we're going to find a warehouse that will size-wise fit it because we need to spend the amount of time building it. We need to make sure that we can tear it up and take it down and do multiple angles and have things to pull away. Um, and while a convention can be put up overnight, a movie convention really is going to need a bit more time. But what we also want to do is once we get the location, we get it filmed, set up, invite fans and, and podcasts like you guys to come out and check it out and walk around and check out the details. That we're into. That'd be great. Love to do that. Love to do that. Um, and if you need a farm, farm? Your wife said you don't need a farm. But if you need a farm, I, I learned a farm. <laughs> that might work. We could, we could have zombies walking around. Uh, anyway, yeah. Yeah, it would have to fit the convention. That's idea, true. But. But no, it's a sequel. So very cool. So we obviously are at the be really kind of still the beginning steps of this. What are we looking at time wise for you know fans are saying, ooh, a zombie con I love this idea. What are we looking at time wise? Uh well, it's it's no, it's easy. It's really easy. So we're looking at a twenty thirteen uh, distribution date. Okay. And we're aiming for either uh, San Diego Comic Con as the premiere. Or Dragon Con because Dragon Con's always been awesome for us. Um, but what we're going to do is we're also going to do some local premieres and do something we couldn't do with Redemption and have city to city screenings. So kind of like Kickstarter, if we can get 30 people that are interested in seeing Brown Coach Redemption, not like I'm so used to saying that, man. Wow. If I can get 30, Z-Con, Z-Con. if I can get 30 people interested in seeing Zcon in a theater in whatever city around the world, we'll schedule it. So it doesn't have to be confined to. Comic-Con or Dragon-Con or whatever, and that's the beautiful thing about what we're doing. Now, would that be something where if you, if you wanted to do screenings, you might actually have it where you find uh, another convention nearby, and maybe they, like, like Z-Con, but where you could actually have the screening either at a theater or, some, or separate? Yeah, we, that's that's something that we're talking about, is that if, if a convention wants to have Z-Con, there's no stop. No, definitely put it on DragonCon TV, put it here at Farpoint. Um, but I like that what Rootstock does is that they kind of partner with the convention. So like San Diego Comic-Con goes on and then Rootstock is the evening activity so that you're looking for something to do. And we do something similar to that. Is that, you know, try to coordinate with a theater or a convention center to say, okay, convention's over, now it's watch Z-Con. But the other way with Rootstock, it's not really part of the convention. It's completely separate. Exactly. So there's no legal tie between the convention and yourself. That, Correct. That helps. Yeah, definitely. The, the advertising can be done at the convention. Oh, yeah. I just grassroots this thing like yes. nobody's business. Uh, so anyway, schedule, scheduling-wise, that's when the launch is, 2013. Uh, Probably about, sounds like summer then. We're, we're looking summer to start fall. filming July because the cast of the kids is going to be... The kids in it are like 14, 15 years old. 
So we're going to need to make sure that we have kids that are available for like 20 days straight. And the only time to do that is summer. Right. Um, but it would be summer this year then. We'll be filming summer this year. So we're going to do start the Kickstarter campaign at the end of this month. It's probably beginning in March. Uh, the other thing we're doing is we've already picked two charities, Kids Need to Read and St. Jude's. Uh, we're carrying Kids Need to Read over because they were amazing to us last year. And they're still growing like we are. We, we actually started about the same time. So we want to make sure that they get taken care of. And then at the end of this month, we're actually opening it up so that uh, your listeners, if you have a charity that you want to support, can put that in and vote that charity up. And at the end of March, whatever charity is in the top ten, we're going to pull back and we're going to go take a look at them and see if they kind of fit. Because we don't want to do, like, you know, inhumane kind of charities or human trafficking charities or charities that necessarily don't tie into something that you would want to involve kids in um, or make them aware of. So... After that, we'll pick the winner, and that will be our chosen charity. Awesome. That sounds great. Thank you. Uh, and so where, if we're interested in finding out more about ZCon and, you know, where we can kind of uh, you know, stay in touch with the goings-on of ZCon, tell us about that. Uh, so you could go to youhavebeeninfected.com. All right, right. I love great. that URL, by the way. I know. I was so amazed that it was available. I'm like, this is gold. <laughs> um, or you could go to ZConMovie.com. Right now, they both take you to our Facebook page. We're building up our, our website, which should launch March 1st. And uh, that'll also have an, an additional social component. So if you picked up a postcard after March, it'll have a code that you go to the website, put it in, and it'll start popping up infected wherever people are. So then you're, you're going to get to see like a global map of people popping up all over the place. Awesome. awesome. But for right now, it just takes to our Facebook Is it March 1st that's launching? That's Everything's going to launch March 1st. Yeah, very cool, very cool. And uh, we'll be looking at a trailer for that. Will that be after the film in the summer? Um, well, that's part of the Kickstarter campaign is we want to make sure that we can get a, a pre-release. Like we did with Redemption. We did a 30-second short trailer that kind of teased what everything was. So part of the Kickstarter campaign funding will be able to produce that small 30-second trailer that we could start sharing out. Because awesome. you guys know, when it comes to a movie, nothing works better than visuals. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, you can tell us about it all you want. Oh, yeah. But see, see, it definitely is. And it also helps show the quality of what we're looking to start producing as well. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and Brown Coke's Redemption, that's gone, right? It's dead. I'm not dead. You it's can, over. It's dead. Okay. You, can, you, can, you, can get, you can get DVDs and you come to a con and you raffle it. Uh, well, we just get, we raffled off our last ones. We don't have any more after this. You're done. Done. So um, you're out of love. It's gone. I, I heard you can find it on eBay. I did hear that somebody auctioned off. We had um, four or five of them that were signed by like Joss Whedon, Nathan Fillion, Felicia Day, and our entire cast. Um, and that went online. Somebody auctioned it off for like 2000 bucks. And then they gave at least 80% of that to Kids Need to Read. And I was just like, holy crap. <laughs> so you were okay with them doing that because of the if charity? They're, if they're giving it to charity and they're not making a profit, you know, I don't have a problem with it. But I'll be honest, if I go to a convention like Farpoint and I see Brockett's Redemption copies on somebody's table, I'm going to flip their table and take my DVDs back. <laughs> Is that just, guy over there? No. <laughs> and, and just, Miles, hide those DVDs. <laughs> <laughs> Look the other way. No, run, it's, run. It's, it's one thing if you're a fan and you've watched it and you're like, okay, I don't want to own this anymore. Or you're just one of those awesome people that bought multiple copies and you want to auction it off for charity, go for it. You know, that's that's up to you. Um, I know we're going to have uh, CSTS copies. Or CSTS, Can't Stop the Serenity events throughout the United States will have copies. Um, see, either show or auction off. That's not your choice. 
but after that, uh, unless Box allows it, it's not but raising $117,000 for charity in a year, plus it paid for itself every step of the way, I, I'm proud of where it is. Yeah, absolutely, and you should be. Thank you. You should be. That's awesome. So, well, thank you so much for kind of taking a little bit out of your time here absolutely. at the con to talk about the con. Looking forward to finding out more about it. And please keep us in mind if you want some podcasters come down and, and chill. And, well, I'm, I'm going to be calling on you guys because there's there's a scene in the movie where I'm giving some away. Uh, it's already written and I'm done. But like, because they're little kids and they don't have their parents with them, they try to go in the green room and show their press pass, and they're like, "No, nope, not without a parent." And then upset of podcasters come out talking how great their interview was with uh, one of the characters that makes an appearance later on. And if you guys want to be that podcast coming out, that would be awesome. Bring it on! I'm all for it. it My summers are free. Yeah, I mean that's for me. What pretty I want to what I want to use Zcon for is a big thank you to everybody that supported us in production. So we'll have booths, uh, like your guys' booth will be there, or you'll make an appearance, and then Scott Sigler will be in it. And then we'll have a big generic brown coat booth. But stuff that you would expect to see at a convention, but using that as a way to kind of tip the hat to the people that support us. Awesome. Awesome. Very good. Well, thank, thank you again for sitting with us. Absolutely.